Yep. So, yeah. I guess I get it now. <clears throat> it's just one of those moments for um, us where you gotta like, I don't know, man. It's hard trying to be okay with the fact that somebody like yo Nipsey is gone. You don't get a like I said, Sunday, yo, I remember I, I, yo, I was, I was messed up. Well, I just remember when you were like, no, no way. And I was like, what happened? And you were like, no. And I'm like, what happened? And then you sat, you told me what happened. You sat on those stairs. I'm like, oh no, this is going to be, this is going to be a problem now. This is gonna be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is an ordeal now. Right. <laughs> like this is gonna be bad. It was bad. But <clears throat> I had a lot of time to reflect. And I'm sitting back and I'm like, okay, well, I'm watching all this shit about the conspiracy. And I'm sitting up there, I'm like, okay. Honestly, me, I'm like, if I believe in a conspiracy, then I'm believing that the government is always going to win. Yeah. If I choose not to believe in the conspiracy, I'm choosing to believe that no matter what we do, when we try to give back to our hood and some some place that we know is fucked up, some place we know that nobody ain't trying to help us. If I was to go back and try to do what he did. Now I see what my result is because history seems seems to repeat itself. People who stay <clears throat> and, and give back to their hood or places like that. <clears throat> the result is them dying. And I always question, was their death worth it to be in the hood, to die in the hood, to die the way Nipsey died? I almost question it. Like, and I guess it wouldn't. It wouldn't be. It would be worth it because it motivated me now to, like, tell people that I love or that I see doing something that, Yo, you doing good. Keep going. Like, we got TZ. TZ from the Clario. He doing everything he doing with his music side. Him trying to change his life and, and is changing his life and has changed his life and pushing out way different content. You got Ash Nicole over here putting a lot of women on. Everything you're doing. So, it's like when you don't tell people that shit, it just, it just I don't know. I don't so, like there's like a lot of people that are like following this Nipsey trend because yeah. unfortunately things like this become trends uh, i didn't that's why i didn't want to make the podcast right so that's why i'm bringing that up so tell me why like tell me why this is actually personally affecting you and and not why um you're not just following what everyone else is doing like <clears throat> i mean i can kind of say that just not even that long ago we were watching that documentary that he put out Mm-hmm. where he was just talking about, like, business and, like, I forget. I don't remember what it was. I, I want to watch it again now. I don't remember what it was called, but it was, like, he was just talking about business and, like, thinking forward and thinking about money and thinking about, you know, getting people out of this lifestyle and yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, dang, I wish I remember what it was called. But we were just watching this. Like, mm-hmm. we always study success and we study people that are doing similar to what we yeah. want to do. So this is a, a person that 
actually affected our lives prior to him passing away. Yeah, so like, we were like, oh, like, somebody died. Who right. is he? Oh, let me listen to his music. Oh, he was a good guy. Like, it was somebody we were already consistently following mm-hmm. and somebody that you talked to or attempted to talk to hours before you found out what happened. So you posted about that. So what, tell me what that was. <clears throat> the post was, I think, I sent it at 2 o'clock. Like two thirty, and I was like, you know, just trying to uh, just get the doors open, some type of communication to let him know. Because I'm very like I, I follow people, and I support people, but I support them from a distance, and that's just me um, and what I'm de- dealing with. But when I chose to reach out to him, it was because I already was <clears throat> when I got out of the navy. I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life. Like, I really don't. I know I'm ambitious. I know I'm going to make it, but I just don't know where to start. And then I put on Nipsey, and I started listening to a lot of shit that he was talking about, especially Ocean Views, you know. Um, when I'm trying to think. When did you get kicked out of the Navy? When, at 16? No. Hell, 14. Hell no. Aaron was less than one or one, and he was born in 12. So 13, I think. So 13. Yeah, so it's been six years. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been like on and off, you know, messing with Nipsey and a lot of moves that he was making in. And my my mentality even going to the Navy was like literally I know <clears throat> I know how uh after your years served in the Navy and what they can do financially for you, I know the benefits and connections you can get by going in the military. So that was my move. And I was only doing this because I wanted to change my hood. And I know a lot of people, they looked at people in the hood and they'd be like, oh, Steve, like Steve Harvey, you know, Cleveland and all this. He went to Glenville. Yeah, yeah, he went to Glenville. So it was like a lot of shit. I felt like when I was younger, I I like, dog, you ain't gonna give back to the hood. Like, you ain't gonna be like showing your face here. Like, damn. And I guess, like, yo, it's the reason why. Not to say that. it's the truth. Like it's the reason why he does. T- he does talk. But a he lot about he does, it. and but he does actually. But he does, does he, do. Does he do? Money, yeah, he money does. Stuff? He does. He gives back. He got a program that he does for the kids uh, every year. Yo, like a, I think it's like a whole weekend or a month. Like he have them out there, a uh, whole vacation. And he just coaching and in a life. So he doing stuff. But at the time when I was younger, I felt like it just wasn't enough personally because selfishly I didn't see it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nipsey was somebody who was actually doing all that, and that's something I wanted to do. I wanted to be somebody who did sell his soul to be AKA uh, politically correct. Like Nipsey spoke well because that's who Nipsey was. But Nipsey, Nipsey ain't like motherfucker nigga. This who I am. Like this is what you gonna get. Yeah, he was talking in that video from Gary Vee about he was a radical. Yeah, you got to You got to And that's what that hell hubris. He, he, he part of my radical hubris. Is hubris. Yeah, it's it the is. Same thing. It's, the it's same. hubris. Yo, it's allowing yourself to be who you are, and when you operate in yourself, it's it's operating in yourself with compassion for others, and understanding at some point you've been there. So I kind of feel like, I feel like you were really upset about him getting shot because. He kind of represented you. 
Like, yeah. it was almost like mourning your own That's what it felt like. I actually, because, I actually questioned everything. Yeah, because he, he goes back and he opens businesses there. He went back and he has paid for stuff for kids and, and rebuilt schools and bought shoes for everybody and, like, done all these things that we've read and probably a lot of things that we don't even know about that he did. And because that happened to him, it was almost like it happened to you because that was your goals for the future. And so it almost made you feel like, I don't mean to be speaking for you, but I was just kind of observing you. Like, yeah. Cause you didn't really even have words at first. I didn't talk. I was, I and was, so, mm. yeah. And so I was just kind of like looking at you, like, I just feel like you're taking it to where it's like, that's basically my future. I guess that's what's going to happen to me. Yeah. Cause I always, you know, I guess not joke about it. I'm serious about it, but I always, I always talk about how, the people who really impact the world, they're, they die, I believe, like through some assassination or some crazy shit. And that's the people who really spark a huge change. Because at some point, like, death note number 100 kind of going to fuck with you. Like, these people receive death notes. And we're not talking about, like, and I'm not saying that's the fact of just what Nipsey, you know, Nipsey may have received that. I don't know. And that goes into the whole conspiracy portion. But I just felt like you never got to see like his, it just, it's like he's robbed of his vision. And I don't even know because maybe Nipsey felt like he was at a point where, yo, his vision it was enough. I don't like. How do you even know that? So it made me question. Like, if I was to die today, if somebody was walking, I, well, I actually thought that Sunday when it happened, I feel like if somebody was walking this house right now, am I? Did I do enough to be like, damn? I guess it had to happen that way. I guess you have no choice but to live with it. But I guess they questioned. Or dying with it. Yeah, I, you know. <laughs> but it made me question. If I'm if I'm doing enough for me to be satisfied when I die, like I think that's I just hope he was happy when he died. Like it, as fucked up as the situation may seem, I hope he was like, yo, bruh, cause you always question the afterlife and if you know if you can like sit down and be like at your funeral like which one of y'all motherfuckers gonna cry right <laughs> and then you can just like follow somebody to their house and hear them talk shit about you or hear them praising so you know you right you I mean he probably I think I think that anything that happens to anybody like that is probably never happy for it to be over because they have so many goals and dreams but I also think that you know listening to a lot of the interviews and like the way that he talked about the way he wanted to live his life. Like he was like, you, I heard one in specific, I forget exactly the words, but he basically had said, you got to be willing to live, to die for it. And he was doing that. He was living to have the potential to die. And that unfortunately happened. But I think that maybe someone could be happy in that. Like, I'm not going to, I said there would speak for a dead person (laughs) that it wasn't me, but it's like, I just imagine that, you got to at least be happy with the fact that you lived the way that you said that you wanted to live. Like you were 100 with yourself kind of. I feel like, I don't know. I like that, that last tweet he sent out, he knew, he knew he, it it was something you got to understand when we post stuff on social media, 
we post it on social media because we want <coughs> it's enough of importance to us that we want someone to relate. You post nothing on social media just to post on it. Everything you do is so you can have some type of someone who can relate to you. That's why the whole likes was invented. Because what does the fucking thumbs up and a heart mean? Oh, someone likes what I am doing. Someone can relate to what I'm doing. Someone wants or so you got agrees. Approval it's approval. Yeah. yeah. So when he sent that out, he wasn't just sending it out because it was some shit that happened. What like say? You, he said, "Oh fuck." He said, uh, "Having having strong enemies is a blessing." I believe it's having powerful enemies is a blessing. One of those, and. You got to think deeper into this. Something big, and that's how I think. He, he chose to say strong. He chose to say powerful. He, 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 he didn't say having enemies is a blessing. He added something extra to it. So that means that it was enough for him to get out to us his dying wish, which I feel like, in my opinion, if you want to take some man's last word, that was the last time that he put something out to the universe. He wanted the universe to know that whether he knew he was going to die in the next couple of hours, it doesn't matter. It was the fact that that was his last thought that was registered that he wanted the world to know. Think about that. So when you post and you do what you do, I think about that's how I'm taking on Lipsy. It made me question my own life. It's like, damn, am I really am I really doing enough? Are we doing enough as as people like? You know, I don't know. Yeah, man. I just, I looked at that and I was like. My death motivates me so much. I wrote about that a couple of weeks ago. Like how much mine does. Because every post that I do could be my last post. Mm-hmm. Every action that I do could be my last action. The last time I ever spoke to you could be the last time I ever speak to you. Am I going to be happy with that? Am I going to be okay with that? I could go to sleep and not wake up. What is the last thing I said to you before I went to bed? What's the last thing I posted? What's the last thing? I did is everything that I have done like because I've seen that happen so many times not just Nipsey like when I see people pass away I'm like I go and look at their social media and I'm like damn like they posted that not really having a clue that that was the last time that they were gonna post anything right so I really hope that they were happy with that do they post something where they were upset about something? Do they post something? Yeah, it was whatever because they're passed away now. But I don't know. I just my death motivates me in a, in a positive way. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not I I think everybody kind of fears their death, but I don't. I'm not scared of my death. Like yeah. I fear it because I I have so much that I want to do, mm-hmm. but I'm not scared of it. It's going to happen to me. It doesn't terrify me. Like it's if it happens, it's going to happen to me, but it motivates me in a very positive way because like like Steve Jobs said he showed it in that Nipsey song yeah. at the end of that Dogma. song. Yeah. He did the 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 Steve Jobs speech which mm-hmm. Steve Jobs talked about how death is the biggest motivator. It is. Because it just makes you know that there is a time limit. Like, there's an urgency on what you're doing. And even Gary Vee said it. When someone said to Gary Vee, tell me something in three words or four words, whatever, that will motivate me forever. (laughs) And he said, you're going to die. Yep. That should be your motivation. And everyone assumes that they're going to live to be 100, and it's just not the case for everybody. And and it's not and, – and this is the crazy part that I'm starting to realize because maybe – I don't know. I'm, maybe it's the egotistical or hubris portion of me that wants to, like, romanticize about how I go out. Like, 
I need to die. I, I, maybe that's just being like petty. Like I need to die at three o'clock. <laughs> I need to be wearing a white. I'm ready. Like you know, but that's how I kind of. And it's I, not gonna be. That's like not. That. That's not healthy. Actually, I think you're gonna have a problem with that. Well, that but, is a problem. But um, <laughs> we. It's not so much how you die though. If you die in a car accident, that's fine. If you die because you get shot. If you die because your plane goes down, that's. It's all horrible situations because it's the end of your life. The most important thing that why I feel like you, what drives you, it's not your death. It's it's you being content or your soul being content when it leaves this earth, understanding that you operated at your highest level yeah. and that your impact was there. It's you leaving your stamp. I think that's what drives a lot of people crazy because when you operate outside of who you naturally are, and that's what Nipsey talks about, yo, I'm just being me. And when you operate outside of who you are, a lot of the times it's going to cause more depression because you don't even know what possibilities are there because you're not allowing yourself to attract those possibilities if you're being fake. It reminds me of that song. I forget the name of it. It's like a 90s or early 2000s song. You love me, but you don't know who I am. I'm torn between this life I lead and where I stand. Yeah. Because so many people have certain beliefs, but they don't actually act within what they truly believe about life. Yeah. And when you don't act congruent to your beliefs, you're in turmoil. Mm -hmm. You're not happy with, it's not what you do, but is it in line with what you Mm -hmm. believe? And if, if it's not, then you're unhappy. And if it is, then you tend to be a happier person in general. And that's what a lot of like psychologists help you with. That's a whole nother thing. But um, they help you with getting you in congruent with what you believe you should be. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's just really, it's, it's, it hurts. It honestly genuinely hurts. Like X, X, I I, I don't even, I'm only cap. Nipsey is like, I treat Nipsey now like I treat Jay-Z. When I really need to get to a certain space to overcome, like in a business aspect, this is why Nipsey was important to me. In a business aspect or certain shit, it's a certain amount or certain select group of people I need to listen to. Yeah. When I'm in the gym, you can't, it's certain shit you can't listen to when you're in the gym. Yeah. You know, and I always it's listen just, to Nipsey in the gym. Right. You Hustle know? and motivate, grind and, uh, I like yeah. those songs in the gym. Those are nice songs. So it's like, you got certain songs, but like for me, always, Ocean Views is always going to be one um, that's going to stick with me because if you really listen to a lot of shit that he's talking about in Ocean Views, it's a lot of shit that I can relate to. Um, it's just so weird listening to his some of his songs like now. Like I was listening to like some that he said about his death and then like dang it happened and like oh it's just so weird it's it's crazy because this is actually i think i wish everybody whoever watching this understands if somebody somebody falls on this whole like you said the whole thing with the trend of nipsey hustle the nipsey hustle trend and showing a love and compassion for somebody who died understand this please don't negate their emotions because just like Nipsey sent out that last tweet, at a moment in their life, they felt like they could connect with something that you obviously could connect with. So don't steer them out of your environment. You cutting off people who are trying to relate to you. 
And that goes and really real shit. Let's go. Let's. If, uh, I'm gonna try to tread lightly with this, but with the whole racism shit, a lot of our arguments, it's it's hard for us because you're speaking to me from, you know. I know you have the best intentions, you know, and it's hard for me because being black is like, no, you just haven't walked the line. And if people don't become okay with understanding that some people didn't walk the line, you have to allow people the opportunity to understand. Nobody's going to live your life. I don't care if you're both black. Let's say if you were a black girl and I say, no, you don't understand what I've been through. It's still going to be the same shit. It's still going to be the same shit. That's what they say the whole thing. Like, oh, he, you don't understand as a you know white person. You, well, white. you don't know what it's like for me to be female. Yeah. You know, like I can tell you mm-hmm. and you can empathize. And I think you can empathize enough. But at the same time, there are just certain feelings that you're, you won't ever experience. Mm-hmm. And so that's the most connection that we can have is... Explain what it feels like and relate it to something else that you have experienced. Say, hey, this is how I feel. You've never experienced this, but you have experienced being whatever. So it kind of felt like that. And that's how we kind of come to a a general consensus by the fact by still just having empathy and relating to prior other experiences that are similar. Mm -hmm. It's it's a. But yeah, it's 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 one of those things I just also wish just thinking about this whole Nipsey thing, um, about how we need to we need to really if y'all really say y'all support Nipsey, y'all gotta like allow other people to support him, yo. Cause his message was unity. If you if you really support somebody and you know what it what they really talking about, like okay, it's cool that somebody ain't naturally been in that space that you operating in. But you got to allow some people to understand how you operate so you can be able to become stronger as a whole. Crips and Bloods, as a, however you want to roll it. If y'all can't come together on one unified vision, that's why uh, Killer Mike, the whole Crip Cola, he, got, he started a whole Crip Cola. He trying to basically create a culture around... This this my expertise like and my expertise but just like I said my skin color I'm black. Are you? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch how I lose a follower. <laughs> oh, he don't know me black or that he was a white girl. Right. See that now? He don't know. <laughs> self hate. Shut up. I ain't got no self hate. I love myself. I love myself not to live by the stigma of others or dogma of others. I don't follow behind anybody else. And that's real shit, yo. Like, you gotta listen to, you gotta listen in between the lines. Cause if you really operate in yourself, you're not bugging about what nobody else do. Y'all spend so much time, we, as humans, cause I get caught up in the two. I'm not gonna lie, cause I'm human. That's one of the traits that we have. We tend to fall into that. We sit up here and we try to go on this whole rabbit trail of judging other people, but our shit staying too. I guarantee you, that's somebody else gonna look. Man, yeah, just yo. So, so remember when you were showing me that um, Stephen A. Smith conversation? Yeah. Where this guy called in and he said, "I don't understand why everyone's being like saying that Nipsey Hussle was a good man because he was in a gang, and you know, I don't think that gangs, uh, gang members, are selling candy." Like, and he was saying, like, why are you giving him so much praise because he was in a gang and he's gang affiliated and he got shot and blah, 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 whatever it was he said. I forget Mm -hmm. exactly. 
So, what do you think about that? I think... That's ignorance. I think it's ignorance. It's ignorance, and he only speaking from his perspective, and that's okay. That's why it's having that calm, as calm as you can be with some people, uh, conversation or debate so that they can relate. And if you keep it a debate instead of an argument... You can agree that you're not going to agree, but you're going to understand. That's the actually why debates got created. It wasn't really to win. It's just to win the overall, yes, to win the overall opinion of others. But for the two debaters, it's understanding. Because when you debate, you're choosing to look on the other side and rebuttal. So you have to understand the other side. If you don't know how to debate, that means you don't know how to understand the other person's side. Yeah, because there's a difference between I don't agree with you and uh, I see what you're saying, but I don't agree with right, you. Right, right. Um, and I, I can respect at least that. Like, I think that that's what a lot of people fight for. They don't always necessarily fight for agreeance, mm-hmm. but they fight for, can you at least see my side? Yeah. And I think that if more people would do that, then it would be a lot better. But the problem is, whenever you even admit oh, I see your side, it's almost like you're losing somehow by yeah, saying that. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I think it's winning because I appreciate people that are able to right. look outside of themselves and still see something that even if they don't agree with that, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because that's also, I think what it falls into, and this is, you know, not, it's still on server, but I think what it also falls into is admitting that there may be a possibility what you viewed as right could be wrong so you the quickest thing to do to negate that is push it out mm-hmm. if somebody says oh the sky is uh yellow because of the uh oxygen in the air and and the, uh, the amount of rain that comes down that shows how like how bright the the sun can be and you say no that makes no sense and if you continue to have this conversation and she and this person continues to give all the scientific proof and you give yours you're going to get pissed off because at some point you're going to have to at least attempt to believe in their theory and that's going to put yourself in some right and that scares a lot of people because it puts yourself in some other shoes is the possibility that That you may be wrong Mm -hmm. you have to be okay with being wrong yeah and that's how you win Nipsey yo reason why he won because it's a marathon. It, it's it's you don't prepare for marathons. People sprint to the marathon, but they never prepare for the marathon. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> it's I'm so it's crazy. People sprint to the marathon, but they're not prepared for the marathon. It's easy to get geared up and go buy the new equipment to lose weight. It's easy to go get the LLC for your business and be like, ah, I'm going to blow up. It's easy to say I'm going to have, you know, X amount of followers and that's going to be it. That's the easy part. The you can sprint. Yeah, you can sprint to that. But when it's time to be on that marathon and that, rep- that repetitive action, one of the things that Nipsey talked about, like, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Like, I went through shit to get here. I'm poised, but, yo, I had moments like I was hurting. I had tears behind this shit. Yeah, that was kind of what I was talking about, too, when we were watching that Stephen A. Smith thing, because so the guy was like, well, are we going to say that he was a good man because he was a drug dealer and he was, he was, does he really know what he did? I don't know, whatever. Like, he was a gang member and this and that. And Stephen A. Smith had returned by saying, you know, he, but he was because that's how he grew up, but he got out of it. Mm-hmm. And then I told you, pause it, because I was like, you know, what, I, what I'm thinking when I'm seeing this is, 
who is not a better person to work towards this goal than someone who's actually been in it? Right. Like, I mean, like, like I was telling you, anyone could work towards anything good because you can watch it, learn about it, and see that it's wrong and then participate in the cause. So you can still have empathy like we were talking about earlier. You can still understand it. You can still get it. You can still work towards helping it, whatever. But someone that's truly experienced it before knows everything. And then I went on to say about that whole, like, um, cop thing. I was like, how do, um, how do like, FBI agents and detectives solve Um, crime cases and stuff like that because they put undercover agents in the circumstance itself Mm -hmm. and so when that person goes undercover they've actually seen the details and the ins and outs and so this guy was all trying to discredit nipsey like oh well he was a gang member and he was this and that so how good of a person could he be no he's a perfect person to try to help and fix this problem because he actually lived it that's what i'm saying everybody and this is why like killer mac I follow I follow people who oh, it hurts every time, man. So who's the Killer Mike guy? So Killer Mike, he's that one we were watching yeah. where he did the. So know. he started the whole Crip Cola uh, Crip Cola campaign, all this. He gang banging like yo, you understand? I ain't got no. And we had a discussion about that too. Like one of the artists that like we 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 kind of working with right now, TZ from the Clario. I'm not gonna. I'm probably gonna edit this part out. I'm gonna explicit proof or whatever. But the truth be told. It was a debate about, okay, we we know him. We started to know him on a personal level. And the thing that he trying to do is change the culture. He trying to basically can do what Nipsey did. And you were like, oh, well, how are he going to say this? But at the same time, he doing, you know, he banging. And he, he throwing up his flag. I said, that's just the way of life. Like, that's what it is. And I feel like gangs for black people has always been viewed as negative. The only gangs that's not viewed as negatives are the ones that make money. (coughs) And I understand... Not the ones that make legal money? Yeah, legal money. (laughs) Because they make money. Because they legitimize themselves. And that's what Killer Mike understood. That's what Nipsey understood. Like, yo, we losing the battle in life because we not legitimizing ourselves. We understand. Do you understand right now? This is the thing. Everybody, I was talking back and forth to another artist about being real. Because if you already thinking this shit, bro, trust me, it's people that's going to support you. We live in a world now where people going to support you. So I told him, I said, you need to go ahead, bro, and you need to switch your whole style up. You're going to lose people, but those people are not going to pay for your vision in the long run. Mm. You're going to go way harder rocking with your vision. You rock with your vision. You stay true to who you are. The people that really want like, to see change, that's where it's going to happen. Yeah. You got, you got to manipulate them. They've been selling us. They've been selling us ourselves. Why don't we be in control? My coworker, her husband is a corrections officer, I think. And he works with some of the most dangerous, like, felons and, like, gang members and that kind of thing. And she said, because <laughs> this just reminded me of it, she said that some of those people that are, like, the major big leads and heads of stuff like that are genius people. They are. Like, they're so smart that they know how to, or- like, they are master organizers. They're they know how to salesman. delegate. They know how to marketing and sales. And, the, like, they are geniuses at what they do. It's just, unfortunately their product is not legal. And so if you were to choose her words, she was like, if you were to take these people and place their same knowledge into a legitimized business, they would blow up and they wouldn't be illegal. But it's just when it feels like it's impossible to, 
do something that's legal and you have an easier way or whatever is presented to you and yeah, it comes to yeah. you because everyone else is doing it or whatever the situation is and that's what you that's what you get into then there it is but see and this is real shit the African American African American community the black community whatever the hell the politically correct term is they 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 got it fucked up because it's almost like women when we coach women we tell her you can't have both you want to have money but you want time until you realize it's going to take time to get money so you can buy back your time you can't keep complaining about having both mm-hmm. it's the same with black people you want change but yet and still you keep supporting shit that doesn't bring you change right you're talking about like where your money goes yeah well one thing I heard from one of those business that we were involved in a couple of years ago was your dollar is a vote. It is. Every time you put a dollar into anything, you're voting for that thing to continue going with what they're doing. And that's why it also hurt me, too, because I was just going to buy Nipsey hat. I was like, damn, man, like, I'm not, I'm not buying none of that shit. I always question myself, am I doing enough? And so I was going to buy Nipsey hat. And I, that's why I reached out to him. I put it on that the, the hat post, on the title hat post, the red one. Um, yeah. And, you know, that happened. And then I'm, like, talking to Teezy. I'm like, bruh, I'm about to get your hat. He's like, oh, no, that's on the homies. You know what I'm saying? Because me and Teezy, we, we, we building some shit. And I'm like, bruh, I can't. Because I feel like it's my vote. Like you said, it's my vote. Mm-hmm. If I don't pay you, that that's just, mm-hmm. that's my vote. Mm-hmm. Support. It's support. It's voting. It's, you know, like I even had somebody who um, recently she posted, she's like, well, I'm really, she's in a multi-level marketing company, which I'm not mad at multi-level marketing companies. Mm -hmm. It's not my way that I want to go about things, but I'm not mad about it. And it works if you work it. And she was like, I'm really close to making whatever level she needed to make. And, you know, do you just think like, are you running out low on this? Are you running low on that? Please, if you know, please consider me. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to vote my dollar mm-hmm. to help her because she was representing herself. And because she's self-employed and because she's supporting her children and her family and being a stay-at-home mom and trying to do all that. Now, her product that she was offering didn't match my needs, so I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Because I have to, to get what I need. Yeah. But um, I attempted to do that. And mm-hmm. if it was a match, then I would have given her my money yeah. instead of, like, I bought my stuff from Urban Decay or whatever. So I gave that to a bigger company. But I attempted and will continue to do that and support and vote my dollar to help other people. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. And once you find, it's easier when you find the people you, when you walk into your true self, you're going to be able to support more people because... Their vision aligns with yours. I wouldn't have gave Teaser that money if I felt like that code drive, yo. Mm-hmm. That that code drive. I told him, yo, I we good. Mm-hmm. We good. No homo to that do us part, but we good. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form, I don't care if a dollar attached to it. What you doing and attempting to do, I can see you genuine. Yeah. I can see where your heart is, and if I don't support it, that's a bad omen on me. Yeah. Well, because we're trying to do the same thing. I would yeah. love to do something like yeah. that. Yeah, you know? and the belief is if you help others, you know, it comes back. It, around. it comes back around. Right, but it's not for that. I think that's it's not for that. Yeah. Like, that's an extra bonus. Mm-hmm. That's an extra bonus if things come back around. But I think that the the payment for doing good for other people is 
the satisfaction. The satisfaction that the reason I'm here, there's a reason why I'm here. Like it's, it's a confirmation of worth. Maybe, maybe worth is too deep of a word. Cause I feel worthy no matter what I do, but still it's just like the point of me being here. Like we've talked about so many times is having an impact. And when I have done what I feel is the point of me being here, I feel that satisfaction. Yeah. If anything came back to me, great. That's bonus. Yeah. And that's the same kind of thing for us. Yeah. Like, that's somebody who's trying to give and that's somebody we want to support because we want to do the same thing. Like we've talked about lots of different things we want to do, like get huge trucks full of, you know, turkeys. Nino Brown. (laughs) Nino Brown. Uh, Or like we've even talked, it's funny because we even talked about coats. Yeah. We talked about that where someone that we were kind of looking up to, we were like, oh, we should do that. Where he got a truck of size small, a truck of size medium, mm-hmm. a truck of size large, a truck of size extra large. High quality shit, too. High quality, yeah. nice stuff. Open it up, passed him out. Yeah. You know, like, we want to do stuff like that. Yeah. And I think you get to that point, though, when you, you just give, man. I don't know. I think, actually, you was talking about that podcast today. Old boy was talking about uh, subtle art not giving a fuck. Yeah. The author was talking about... Um, on uh what's the show? Uh the, the Model Health, Health show. show. Yeah. And we actually went on a cruise with him. Yeah. That and, guy's amazing. Yeah. Uh you know, Sean. Sean Stevenson. Yeah. yeah. He's like a freaking computer yeah. when it comes to health, and, <laughs> health, health and fitness. fitness. Yeah. And um he just attract like minded people that's ambitious in that level and he's still business as hell. Mm. Like he's still business as hell. But but he interviewed that that yeah. um, that guy who wrote that book, which is a really good book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I I, I recommend it. it. Yeah. It's really funny and really good. But, yeah, he was just talking about, like, having a purpose and how do you um, – because, like, we were just talking about that. So he, he basically became a massive overnight success, quote, unquote, overnight <laughs> success, years of work prior right. to. Yeah. But then once he sells it, he sells a freaking million copies all of a sudden. Um, and he was like, I did everything that I ever wanted to dream of doing, like buying my mom their stuff. Like, cause everyone says, Oh, when I become successful, I would be doing so much stuff. I would buy this and that. And I would go on trips and I would do all this stuff. And he was like, yeah, that's the first two weeks. What else? What else from now? And like, didn't have any answers. And he was like, all these goals that you have for yourself that are in like, like if you were to ever get famous at some point in your life, all of these goals they can be done in a month and, but you still have years left, hopefully. And so it's like, what now? And so you and I were talking about how, um, it's about giving. So yeah. like, we're always so like, like self-centered in a way of, um, if we got a lot of money, we would. And the very first thing that 90 freaking 9% of people don't say is I would give it away. That's just not what people say because we spend so much time deprived and needing more and always needing more and surviving. Why would we ever think of giving that away? But the thing is, if you have extra, I feel like that's where your true purpose comes. If you have extra and you don't know what to do with it, give it away. Like me and you did research a couple years ago. It costs $11,000 to put a well in a tribe in Africa in their neighbor in the neighborhood. What would be the word? It's not neighborhood. Village. I don't know. Village. Village. Um, Yeah. That sounds way too first world and embarrassing for me because I don't know what to call it. 
where they live, yeah. and there's not enough water. And um, we were looking up because they have to travel however many miles to get a bucket of water and carry it all the way back. It's like an all-day event just to get their water. And, like, here we are all blessed being able to turn something on, and here's water. Um, yeah. So we looked up the cost of putting a well in a community like this. Mm-hmm. It's like $11,000, which is less than my car. Yeah. Like, that's not even a lot of money. Yep. And people are like, like, people that get overnight rich and, like, they do everything that they want to do with it. They're like, oh, I have all this money. What do I do with it? And they're all depressed because they have no purpose. Like, give it away. Yeah. There and are so many not, good things you can give to. Well, it's not. And this is where. This is where I think, like, something with Nipsey came into play. Because when you understand success is. When the vision is higher than you bigger than you you have to understand you're going to have to help a lot of people and the more people you help doors are going to open up for you successful people honestly only operate steve jobs what 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 problem did he solve a need it was a need for other people so he helped other people either you do a service or anything in life if you can find some way to help other people lives easier uh, to get better in some area then you're going to win and it's by proxy not saying that your intent has to be focused solely on just helping in order to get no you help first and then you will receive it works that way i'm i'm about to get real serious yo like me i really as a man try to make sure you happy when we have sex Oh, here we go. Uh, no, it, it's real because this is real life <laughs> shit. This is just shit that people don't understand. No, but marriage. that's true though. I want to make you happy in sex. I like sex though, like probably uh, more than you. Because I'm a man, I guess that's what they would say, right? Let's just go with that whole scenario. But I also understand that your brain does not operate the same way mine does. Mm. So in order for it to for it to work, I'm like, okay, well, how can I relieve your stress? If I help you. You know, eventually. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying, (laughs) no, what I'm saying is, I know what you're saying. I'm also saying, (laughs) if you're gonna play cards, yes, you can do things out of pure, just you know, the pure pure kindness of your heart. That's I, I recommend all the time. But I do stuff out of my heart that aligns with my goals and my values. So me cleaning up the house after I done worked X amount of hours or yada, 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 or taking care of the kids. Man, your chest looking so amazing. Oh, my God. Um, but me me doing that stuff, I'm doing it because I know that I'm doing it for something that I love. So it aligns with me. So I have no problem with staying up late to watch the kids while you get a little bit extra sleep. That's why people be beefing back and forth for relationships. Either way, that's besides the point. In order to be successful, Nipsey understood that you have to be able to find a way to give people. He didn't take. And when you keep taking, eventually you're going to have to keep finding a resource. See, this is why I don't like a lot of motivational speakers. I'm going to be honest. Because a lot of motivational speakers and a lot of therapists, they, they create this image of something is wrong with you. Something is wrong with you. So I know all the answers. Therefore, you come to me, you give me your money, and when you go through another problem, you don't go to nobody else, you go to me. I'm going to be the one to help you because I know everything. I'm above you. When, that's just my belief. Now, I do believe some people need therapists or certain motivational speakers or whatever to be their muse at the moment to get them through what they need to, the energy they need to get through what they need to get through. But you have to believe in yourself first because that is the most sound, that's the most... Tr- 
Because you are yourself. You are yourself. <laughs> you live in your own body. And if for <laughs> one second you really believe someone else can tell you know every time what you need to do in order to be successful, what you need to do to make your life better. You know every time. If you was to sit down in a room right now and you was to put a mirror up like that, the little you know, a mirror that could talk to you and read your thoughts, and that mirror would say, you a dumbass. You know you shouldn't have did that. And if you feel like you're not doing enough, you have a mirror that check your ass and be like, what you mean? You doing a lot. You killing. Like, that's our conversation that we've been having a lot, too, because when we're both grinding the way we are, it's like, it maybe maybe shit not, because it don't happen overnight. Yeah. So when you give and you give, it don't happen overnight. It's something that you have to, that's why it has to be selfless. Well, I think that, too, like, when you were talking about being, like, the whole, like, giving thing, also people have to be comfortable with with the fact that they also do want to receive because that's another thing, too. And that's how we come to this balance because mm-hmm. at the same time, you're like, well, people are so selfish, so you need to give, 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 give. But we're not saying that that's also all you need to do because yeah. you also need to receive, receive, receive. Hard for me. Because the problem is anyone who gives and gives and gives and gives and gives and gives and doesn't receive is going to eventually harbor resentment yeah because we are selfish beings we are survival based we have to make ourselves continue it's instinctual for us to do that and to be selfless is actually our higher consciousness so uh, to be selfless takes more thinking and more intention than to be selfish because it's it's instinctual to survive and so to that extent for you to say hey the reason why I'm um, the reason why I'm giving because I'm I'm trying to receive there's nothing wrong with that the fact that you're trying to say oh I like to have sex so I give you such and such so I know that you're going to give me back such and such there's also nothing wrong with that because the thing is are you trying because both people win that's the difference like if you're trying to do what serves you but putting at the other person's deficit that's when it's a problem but if you're doing something that serves you and serves the other person and that's what you would call a win-win situation Mm -hmm. what is wrong with that yeah and sometimes you have to lose the battle to win the war which is what we talked about in a different episode you have to lose a battle to win the war because sometimes you have to lose and just you're you're you lost yeah. but you're you're doing you're putting in that loss mm-hmm. because it's for the war which you ultimately win which is what you ultimately want to win and shit doesn't always come right now yeah. it's long-term thinking and so that's living in your higher consciousness mm-hmm. because when people operate too much in their instincts it's a problem but right. when people operate too often in their higher consciousness it's also a problem because right. they're going to battle their instincts because you're outside of the world yeah, so it's trying to find that balance mm-hmm. in between. And that's why it's so confusing and the messaging gets so jumbled up because it's like, am I supposed to be selfish or am I supposed to be selfless? Well, you're supposed to be both. Well, okay, well, then how do I know when I'm supposed to do this and how am I knowing well, I'm supposed I feel to be like, So it can be confusing, yeah, too. Yeah, I feel like if someone actually asked me a question a while back, he was like, well, you speak the whole selfish thing and going after what you want. And he asked me a really deep question. He said, well, what if one of them is, you know, they molest children? And that's what in their heart, you know, they innately feel like that's something that they need to do. And you're telling them to be selfish. And I'm telling I'm saying, no, bro, they're listen, what I'm saying when it comes to the selfish reason, I'm saying that it actually benefits the other person. 
So I'm not going to, that's why I don't operate with a lot of people because if I know at the end that's of the day. That's why I don't like the word selfish. Well, no. Because selfish because, means when you take, but then it's also at the other person's expense. Well, there's two definitions. We already talked about that. It's I'm not even going to start that argument. because we'll it's, it's in the dictionary, yo. In the dictionary, it says what it says, but there's I'm not going to. Okay, we're not going to do this. Yeah, uh huh. But this it, is where we agree to disagree. But the thing is, but we agree on the whole message, right? right? Yeah. So we disagree on, on the, the definition, yeah. but we agree on the fact that you have to also be self-serving while you're also serving others at right. the same time. It has to benefit both parties, or else it's fucked up. I guess what I'm trying to teach is when you when you give stop so, people pleasing is what you're trying. Yeah, to Yeah, stop people pleasing. You know and be selfish in that aspect but if you do choose to please people there is nothing wrong with it make sure those people are you you choose to please because it actually is a benefit for you like it makes you better as a person and sometimes also because it's the timing like sometimes you have to be selfless because it's that person's time right so you just have to let them have their time but it's winning the war because eventually your time's gonna come right around. and that's where same thing with selfish it's, long it's the con, same thing not, but not a con but you know what I mean like short con versus long yeah. con thinking and a, and a guy asked me the other day he's like man like I always see dudes who support their women the way you do he tried to allude to it. He didn't say it, but he said it. He's like, so what do you think about men, like, really supporting their women, like, you know, uh, having their women start businesses outside of, you know, them? So he thought it was bad? Yeah. Because a lot of men... Why? I don't know. It's just some men think that way. But if you're married to that person, then wouldn't that be good for you, too? That's... Some men can't deal with their women being successful. Because what did I... Okay, this is the whole plan. Well, that just honest. sounds like an Okay, problem. because... Th- right. But he doesn't understand. My my vision of the war is different from his his battles. Why not have two people who have a business instead Yo, of just one? They don't understand about empires so operating in there. Yeah. in there. Um, yeah, that's where he had in life, so he don't understand. So I'm like, I just had to say, hey man, look, the problem was this: the typical man don't really see. They can't deal with. Look, our approach was to put your brand before everything else we do right now, and. Truth Which be told, was your choice. Yeah, I feel like it was our choice. We came to. Uh, well, I know, but what I'm saying is, it wasn't mine. Yeah, it wasn't solely mine. True. Like you were like, this is what's best. Yeah, like you were the one to suggest that, not like I'm doing my stuff. Yeah, and the reason why is because the overall goal is, like I said, for me, me being selfish and operating on what I want. I was like, I want to make sure my wife, as a as a husband, what would I look like dying and her not being able to take over the kingdom. What would I look like dying and not and not putting her in a position where another man comes in a life for and she has to settle with him for a financial situation? Not saying you can't handle yourself outside of that, but to even have that even pop up in your to do list as a possibility that financially you're not set. Like that's what my 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 shit that that gets me in that spot. Yeah. So I'm like, why would you not want your wife to be put on? Why would you not want her to have her own shit? And I don't think a lot of men are comfortable with their women. Well, Lauren London sure has her own shit. <laughs> but you see, but, and, 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 and that, crazy they had part, a, they had an empire. Yeah, a crazy part. You see, but they came together when they both were at their prime and at yeah. both operating at excellence. Yeah. And I think what tends to happen, people in life, two things happen: they fall in love and they stop giving to themselves. And it, it depends. You can stop giving well, to yourself. Well, also some people stop stop giving to to the other person, yeah. and they completely self serve. Also, right, which is also bad. 
And I feel like when you do that, you 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 stunt the growth of the relationship by doing either one. Mm. You know, it's that balance. It's allowing both couples, both parties, to operate. Well, and and here's kind of the where we we hate the fifty fifty thing. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, it needs to be 50-50. Because the reason why I'm bringing this up right now is because it's kind of sounding like Oh, that. I got one. Go ahead. So, you know, we we hate the 50-50 thing. Because it's like, I give you half and then you need to give me half. Yeah. So we always operate in 100-0. If I give 100 and expect zero, yep. but he also gives 100 and expects zero, then it's 100-100 at the end of the day. Yep. Now, it's not always going to be perfect because one person's going to have a bad day and the other person's going to be in a better mood and then vice versa. And then different things happen to where sometimes it's 100 and I don't get 100 back. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's 100 and he don't give a, get yeah. 100 back. But at the same time, we know that say say I had a really bad day, my hundred is still a hundred for me because it's the most that I yes. have yeah. that day. It might not yeah. be the most that I have ever, yeah. and I've definitely oh, given more at some point. Tell him. But this is my hundred that I have today, yep. and he sees my effort behind it, and he knows that you know what she usually does all the dishes and the laundry and the this, but today she only yep. has effort for the laundry. So but that's still her so hundred. Go, yep. Here I go. I'm. A, I'm. A, I got your back. Here I go. Ah, you can't get. Ah, I got you today. Ah, clip one. I got you. I got your six. That's. Hey, you know what's crazy though? The 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 scenario I just thought about is when you ever watch. You know, uh, not too long ago, Elon Musk just launched a, uh, another shuttle into space. Right? It was. A, it was a launch, a, a success. Mm-hmm. And I was watching the live feed. Me and Ron and Katai was watching. It was weird because even Katai was like, Oh, that in the sky. Right. So I'm like, yeah, so he's like, really watching. So anyways, I'm watching this and they count down and they going through all of the checks. And it's so crazy. This is for what I've been trying to teach to a lot of the business uh, business owners and entrepreneurs that I'm working with and influencers is you need a team and you need to do some trial runs on your team. And if your team doesn't work out, that doesn't mean you need to. Uh, abandon them, but you need to kind of add some extra pieces to that machine. So let's say if your if your vision is a rocket, you fit on my side because I suck at a lot of shit. Okay, but I also know I'm great at a lot of shit that you suck at. Mm. We stop fighting. So when you don't operate at a hundred, this is what I tell men. I'm gonna get to the point. Yeah, about your, as a couple, you're a rocket ship. As a as a business owner, your team is your rocket ship. You all have certain roles that you're supposed to play. And what a lot of people tend to do in relationships and businesses, when one of their members aren't operating at a hundred percent, they try to take off. Yeah. They don't have the patience to say, you know what, how many, what did I tell you that night? I said, look, if you want me to rest right now and us put it down because we, it's a lot right now on our plate. I understand because I'm stressed too. If we need to push the button on this shit right now, we can take a break. We can step back. Yeah. Because the overall goal ain't, my, 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 my vision is not without you. My vision is you. I already got you. I already won. We make enough money right now. We can go part-time and live comfortably. Just, hey, you want to go on vacation this month? Yeah, let's save a little bit go for it. Boom. We on vacation. We can live that whole life, but it's outside of us. Yeah. So when you start building your team and your, your vision as that rocket ship, make sure your team is operating 100%. If they not, you got to figure out what's wrong with them. 
So that means you don't really care about your vision. It's um, it's I'm thinking about how it's like kind of like the human body too, right? Like you can't function correctly with certain organs that right. you have to have. Like even if your brain and your stomach and all this stuff is operating correctly, if your heart's not working, you're still dead. <laughs> <laughs> like everything has to go. Like I remember that stupid joke where uh, I don't know if you ever heard this, but long story short, it's basically like all the organs in the body were talking back and forth to one another, oh, yeah. saying which one was the most important. Yeah. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. The brain was like, I'm the most important because I run everything. The heart was like, well, I'm the most important because I pump all the blood. Well, I'm the most important. And and then the, what was it? The, the butthole yeah. or something yeah. was like, I'm the most important because, and all the organs laughed yeah. at him. And then he got all upset, puckered up and clubbed yep. up and it backed up yep. and the whole body got fucked up and they were yep. like, hey, maybe we need him too. Like, mm-hmm. but to expect the heart to be able to do what the brain does would be unrealistic. You're right. To expect what the brain does for the heart or the heart for the brain and all that. Right. It's unrealistic. People all operate in their same situation. Now, that's not to say that anyone can improve mm-hmm. some of their deficits. But you improve the function Everybody, and their strengths. Right. You, 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 definitely their strengths, they should operate in the mm-hmm. most. People still need to bring up their at least minimum yeah. competency yeah. in yeah. other things because mm-hmm. then you can't use it as an excuse. Right. Oh, well, I'm just not a sensitive person, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. And the woman needs some sensitivity. Like, yeah. you don't have to become a full-on sensitive person, yeah. but you need to become competent enough mm-hmm. to perform that f- perform that at yeah. a basic level. But still, like, when it comes to the rocket ship and then, like, the whole body thing, like, you can't always, you can't expect one person, like you said, like, I couldn't expect you to be able to type like I can type or put together this like you can put together. But at the same time, you can't expect me to be able to think of the types of things that you yeah. think of. And I'm like, how did you even think of that? Yeah. I don't know how you thought of that. I couldn't think of that because my brain is too sequential. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't work in that abstract way like yours mm-hmm. does. And so, like you said, like that's why it's a really good like puzzle piece and, situation. And to tie it back up, like with the whole Nipsey thing, he I mean, you just got to watch how he operated. And like even the interviews and the songs, I, I think because... For me, when it comes to certain artists or certain people, influencers in my life, I'm more like in tune with YouTube. I use it as a learning tool. There's so much out there that, you know, these people are spitting game to you. They're always trying to figure out how to blow up. It's 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 out there like they literally giving you they're selling you the blueprint. Right. That's That's how I learned how to lift. I didn't I didn't hire a personal trainer. I didn't hire nobody. I studied online. <laughs> and you just keep perfecting it. And then if you don't know some shit, you still reach out to people who know shit. That's how you always been doing. Right. And I network too. I mean, yeah. I asked you some things mm-hmm. and you showed me what you knew. And I ran into some people at the gym and I asked them, hey, can you tell me? Yep. And then there was a couple of people online that I followed. I'm like, hey, what do you do? What do you think? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I collected it all. That's a whole yeah. other thing. But figure, yeah. Because you figure out what you want to figure out. Which but that's, is, you but know. you're figuring out what you want to figure out. Right. Now, imagine if you're trying to do something else for somebody else. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, it's operating yourself. And that's one of the biggest things, like, I've seen from, like, from, uh, from Nipsey is, uh, he really, you can tell when somebody operating itself, man. You can just tell if you somebody, just tell. you can just tell if somebody is fake. Yeah. You can just tell if somebody is saying the words and they they, they smell good they and they look match. good and they sound good yeah 
but you can we can smell that kind of stuff like I remember that what's that show Brain Games yeah um we have five senses but really we have over 20 mm-hmm. you know smelling hearing all that's so the five senses um but they said we have over 20 mm-hmm. and that's one thing I think we have this is a sense for bullshit like yeah. I think we just have a little spider sense in the back of our mind where we can tell if somebody is mm-hmm. operating 100 or if they're not mm-hmm. and I never want to be that yeah ever want to be that and I'm not that and I go extra lengths to prove that I'm not that. <laughs> and you know what? You know what I think is actually something society does? They want you to operate at 100, but not show compassion for some to the moments that you operate at 80 or 60. And people, that's why I think it kills a lot of people because they try so hard to Well, be and I like, think the 100 that they expect is not even realistic. Yeah. Because everything's, all the pictures are airbrushed. All the clips are, they cut out all the outtakes. Yeah. All the, you know, they only show the highlight mm-hmm. reels. And that's, and that's, like I said, for some degree, I understand the professionalism of it or if that's what you want to say. But if that's, but all, if that's all that you offer, at some point, you start to get lost. Uh, so I think, like, right now where we're at in life, I was at a point with Nipsey where I was like, I, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I think I just might as well. Like, the, his bodyguard, I think I'm just done with being a bodyguard. I think I'm done with trying to, you know, this this prolific thought of changing the world. If somebody I idolized and gave me hope or gave me vision and, and intensified and my vision, ending. and that was their ending, <laughs> right. and he didn't get to fully see his vision come to fruition, that, that, I, that I assume... It's like, damn, like, will I even get to see mine? Like, I always want to see my shit happen or happening, like, right there. And Right, because like I said the other day, like... Imagine you get on a plane to go to vacation that you never get to go on. That's what it's like. Right. And, like, with this particular situation, it's so frustrating when people die suddenly because, especially if you had a huge impact like him and many mm-hmm. others, you don't get to see all the tributes. Like... Like Gary Vee put together a three or four minute tribute of a compilation of all of these times that they talked yeah. and how you're an amazing person. He never got to see that. Yeah. He never got to see what people were saying. I just looked at Lauren Lennon's post about him, like 500 something thousand likes and like thousands of comments from Ciara. Mm-hmm. Ciara? Why did I say that? Ciara. Um, um, Carrie Hilson, um, lots of people, influential people, in the, like just mass amounts of love and praise and appreciation and thank you. And you're a prince and you're a king and you're all these things. And you were as big of an impact as Tupac and Biggie. And he never heard them say that. Yeah. Do you understand how much that frustrates me? He never got to hear yeah. that. And that's why I think I want to start a whole campaign for us, especially with Glass House Living, where we like. Let people know. I want to start that trend. I really do. I think that's the like most genuine trend. Like, because if you look at people, it's so it's it's so about them. It's so self consuming. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. But I just feel like you take pressure off of yourself when you start figuring out how to help others. You're going to get helped. The universe. I don't know what it is. The universe will help you when you help others. Yes. Yeah, it comes back around. The law of reciprocity. We know, and uh, yeah. So, so for Nipsey, I think that's the biggest thing that he understood is being a master of self and reach new heights, never, never settling, being a radical, being hubris. Do you understand that I'm almost thirty-two? He was thirty-three. That's sad, yo. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. That's just like that. That made me question. Like, damn. You know, 
Right. And it's not, and you know, you can look at, and it still impact me the same because I lost a lot of people, you know, um, in my childhood. So yeah, a lot. Even seeing them die young, it's like my boy Gerard, uh, Brandon. Um, you know, when you talk to certain people, that shit fuck you up when you can't talk to them no more. And then it's like, maybe I should have talked to them more, you know? So I feel like that's why that, that type of shit sticks with me. And I always want to make sure that, like, I, I try my best to, like, not focus so much on me and focus on other people because, man, you just got to give. You just got to give. Because you never know. Yeah. You never know when it's your end and you never know when it's theirs either. Cause and it's I, like, don't think, I don't think, honestly, when you die, if you were to be on your deathbed, yeah, there is certain shit you want to do, like jump off a fucking Eiffel Tower or whatever. There's going to be certain shit you want to do that's selfishly driven. But I think, though... The biggest thing you regret is the people you didn't, even at your death, it's the impact that you didn't have. Yeah. Like I was telling you that they did an interviews many, many times of people on their deathbed and asked them, what does it feel like to be on a deathbed? Like, what are your regrets? Mm-hmm. Like that kind of thing. And like the number one thing that they had said was not what they did that they regretted. It's what they didn't, didn't do. do. Yep. Because, like, of course, people make mistakes, people fuck up, people do things that they regret. But at the end of their life, when they're on their deathbed, they didn't regret those things yeah. as much as they didn't regret what they didn't do. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't go and see the Grand Canyon or I didn't whatever. Like, that's the worst thing is the the, the pain of regretting on what you never accomplished. That's why you just got to do it. Like Yeah, so I think... We just really wish y'all the best. We wish that for the sake of Nipsey, not just to focus so much on how, why he died, but how did he live? Right. What was he living for? His death is supposed, his life is supposed to live well beyond his death. This man made it so. That's why, that's why I, I chose, we chose to talk about this topic. That's why other people are choosing to talk about this topic because he jumped and he built his wings on the way down. That's the comment that you put on his thing the day I really he passed did. away. You jump and you make you build your wings on the way down. You posted that to him. So if you got people out there, yo, the only message we really got is tell them what you wish you would have told them if they were randomly not here anymore. Yeah. Because you just never know. And live, live yourself as if it's the last, but. Yeah. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We trying, we trying to just, you know, yeah. Well, it's a marathon, you know, not to just quote it, it's just a quote it, but it is a marathon. Don't just sprint. Don't sprint to the marathon. You have to get to a point in life where you're prepared for the marathon because the marathon is supposed to be your whole life. So you need to live in that moment. Give to others. Keep grinding, man. That's that's all we can do. So I-
name my wife. Say I die alone, I told that bitch she probably right. One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to the light. Got a safe that's full of breakfast and a shoulder full of stripes. I don't know a nigga like myself. I say self-made, meaning I design myself. County jail fast, you can pull my foul yourself. Spot rain, swallow rocks, I'm getting high myself. Look, damn right I like the life I built. I'm from West Side 60, shit, I might got killed. Standing so tall, I think I might got still. Legendary daughter like Mike, like Will. 96 Impala, thug like four wheels. Up against the wall, squabble at Fox Hills. Like a motherfucking boss, ask me how I feel. Successful street nigga touching their first meals. Whoa, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, baby, price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I've been grinding all my life. Uh.